0: to verbally assault them. Now, God says that we should change our speech from harming others to Heldie 1 and 32. It talks about the before and the after picture. Same thing with the mirror we have at the front door. When we come in, we look at ourselves, not to make sure our hair is straight or our clothes are straight or whatever, but we need to look at the person coming in. And then when we leave out, we need to look at the person leaving out. Verses 30, 31, 32, it it tells us plainly here that it has been said that an unforgiving spirit is the devil's playground. When someone hurts us, we don't need to sit back and contemplate and think of how can I get even with them. We need to learn to forgive. So when someone does you wrong, you think of it as an opportunity to learn how to forgive. Not so much because that one deserves it. In fact, it might not deserve it. We seek to learn to forgive them because it brings peace in our own spirit. And it is an example of what God has done in Christ for us. For example, we talked again in Bible study this morning when Jesus was on the cross. He had the power to wipe out all the soldiers there, but he didn't. He prayed for them he prayed for their forgiveness. He was more concerned with their forgiveness than he was his own life. Learning to forgive like Christ forgave is extreme and many may never uh, achieve this level. Yet when we look at our own lives and see how much we have hurt God by our sin and, and yet depend upon his grace and his mercy to forgive us and to let us, uh, us spend eternity in heaven, then we might begin to process or learning to let go of the evil in us caused by the harm of others and begin to forgive. my conclusion this morning. One thing I'd like for you to take home with you this morning. I'd like for you to take home this one thought. The Holy Spirit of God is within you as proof that you are a child of God. Everything we think, everything we say, everything we do and feel is seen before God. Paul simply uh, stated in verse 30, do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. As a Christian, we had the confidence that he who is in us is greater than he who is in the world, 1 John 4 and 4. The Hebrew writer says that we should throw off everything that hinders us and the sin that easily entangles us, then we are told to fix your eyes upon Jesus so that we can run our race as he did while on earth. And speaking of running his race, in other words, we need to get rid of the negatives that pull us down. Live free in Christ and experience the joy of righteousness. Now this morning, I hope some of this has touched your heart and got you thinking, examining ourselves. Because if you need to be baptized or you need to become a child of God, maybe you've already been baptized and and you're ready and you need someone to uh, talk with, to pray with, to share a burden with. Maybe you've stepped out of God's way and you need the. Entire congregation to lift you up and to pray for your strength. The only thing I can tell you is point it blank, putting it blank, bluntly, don't just sit there in that pew thinking that you are all alone because you're not. Whatever your need is, I ask you, to, as our, our song of invitation says, "Come as you are." Would you <laughs> come forward? and we stand and sing the song of invitation. If to let us all pray for you. The invitation is yours, originally.